What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome back for another episode of Slightly Unqualified. I am your host this week, Stephen. Uh, blessed with my two co-hosts, Matt and Andrew. What's up, guys? What's popping? What's popping, boys? Nothing much. No. Really, to be honest. Same old, same old. Yeah, man. This last past week was a blessing. My uh, LA Thieves came through with a big win. Um. I'm stoked for the next. Is it one more major, right, Matt? Before championship? Yep. One more. One more major. Let's see if we can get it. That'd be dope if we won another one and then went to champs and won another one. But, you know, I'll take one. Uh, but besides that, uh, my week has been pretty good. Got to play some Xbox. Got to play some uh, Fortnite with my boy the other day. What mm. about you, Matt? What's what's the week looking like? Um, Lots of Ted Lasso. I actually found out, guys, that in FIFA 23, you can use the team from Ted Lasso, like the actual Whoa. team. Uh, so this week has been me, 24-7 pretty much, besides working, uh, taking Ted Lasso's team in the second-tier division in England and getting them to glory in the Premier League. Uh, so we've got Man. two promotions so far, and uh, I just made some moves today to acquire some some bigger, better players for the Premier League. Right now we're middle of the table, but you know we're climbing our way up. I just think it's... It's it's there's this thing called Road to Glory that FIFA players do, where you take just uh-huh. like these trash clubs and teams, and you become uh-huh. a, a, like a Road to Glory manager. So I thought, you know what, let's let's give Ted his props. And so here you're on the pram, man. We're gonna make a push, and uh, yeah, oh, yeah, man. It's it's it sounds so stupid, but from like a, a, a FIFA gamer perspective, it yeah. was the coolest thing I've done in a long time. So yeah, that's really like that's pretty tight, for FIFA, But other than that, we're watching Ted Lasso, of course. Uh, Cinema Con was this week, so I was paying a lot of attention to that. that? Uh, caught up a bunch on WWE stuff. Um, looked at a bunch of Eagles draft prospects. Um, watched the major for Call of Duty. Watched a little bit of um, <laughs> yeah, it's a Philly thing, Shorty. Uh, watched a little bit of the uh, the RLCS stuff that was this week because Optic was off stream most of the time, so I didn't get to watch a lot of their matches. But when they were you on stream, that? Call of Duty. No, there was Rocket League stuff this week that happened. Oh, there was. Mm-hmm. Optic was off stream a lot, though, whatever it was. I didn't uh, watch anything. Also, Optic did a thing yesterday called the 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 annual <laughs> beer fest. It's their first one, and they just played. Um, I think it was Modern Warfare Two. Uh, they had a tournament just like with amongst like their content creators and guys, and they, yeah, it's pretty cool to watch. So a lot of entertaining things. Uh, out of my element, a lot of things like kind of getting back to like my roots with FIFA and all that stuff. Uh, oh. But yeah, man, it's been a fun week for sure. That's the last thing really got me really got me going. Like I was really happy about that for some reason, but. What you, Andrew? Gentlemen, my wife found a hilarious show that I would recommend. It is called Jury Duty, and it's if reality TV and The Office slash Parks and Recs kind of met and had a baby. And basically, what that it is, cool. it's oh, it's it's so funny. So there's this jury that's going on this case, and everybody involved is an actor except for one person. So it's like the Truman Show too, where everybody's in on it except for this one random guy, and just the yeah. reactions that he has on some of the crazy stuff that happens is so funny, and just the concept of it is is hilarious. Uh, it's on Prime; you can watch it. Yeah, uh, I just looked at the the cast; it looks pretty funny. It's like so, the guy's I, like, "What what am I doing here?" You know? Yeah, I literally yeah. was like laughing so hard until like my cheeks were sore and like my stomach hurt. Like it was it was, I haven't had like such a good laugh and. In like a show in a long time. Ten out of ten would recommend. I haven't finished it yet, but just some of the stuff is just outrageous. 
Uh, other than that, my week's been pretty chill. I'm excited for a couple things. Uh, obviously, we'll talk about it a little bit later, but yeah, we'll get into that bag of worms in a little yep. bit tonight. Is we it, got some is big it things. Bag happening. of worms, or is it wait, can can of worms? Bag of, can of worms. Can of, bag of, worms. Bag of worms. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. There you. There you go. Uh, how's work been for you, fellas? I know we're both, or all three of us are dads. We got mm-hmm. work, putting in them forties. How's work mm-hmm. going? Work's going good. Yeah. Just busy. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, man. I I, 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 I hate points. my job, dude. All day do all I do all day is uh crush soda cans. It's soda pressing. Oh, yeah. there it is. All right, let's go to the first topic because that's we're not doing this. Today. That's <laughs> not, I know. No, I'm just, I'm I know just kidding. I, I know I'm we're just, all fathers. I'm I know we're all fathers, but let's keep those jokes for the kids, please. All right. I had all to fathers, do it, man. but not all of us are daddies. Okay, again, and on to the first topic. <laughs> <laughs> no, all right. All right. First, first. I'm hosting this. Let's, let's, let's keep this pushing. All right. I'm going to be the first critic, and I know the trailers look amazing because I am an OG Batman fan, and OG Batman is in this trailer. But I'm taking it that everybody here has seen the new Flashpoint. Or is it Flashpoint? Flashpoint trailers. Just the Flash. Just the oh, Flash. Just the flash. Yeah. yeah, just it's Flash. basically the Flashpoint. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so what's your first take on that, Andrew? What what was uh what, what caught you? Yeah, so from what I've seen in the trailer, it looks it looks good. I am very curious to see like how well this movie does just from like a a standpoint of people not liking Ezra and not supporting Ezra. Um I think so so here's here's my unbiased thoughts. For all the crap that he's done, this movie better be really good for them to not scrap it. And so that that's kind of what I'm excited for is considering everything that has happened, uh, yeah. they haven't scrapped it when they had very many opportunities to, yes. um, and they've done it in the past. I think I think it could be something special. And depending if they and it sounds like this is what they're gonna do, but they're gonna use this to reboot the whole universe. I, I think it could be cool. But I'll just be curious to see like are people gonna just automatically write it off because Ezra is a piece of crap? Probably. Most likely. I, I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, if Matt wasn't so um pushing the topic of this movie, I would have given up on this movie already. Uh be, just because I'm not a big fan of him as an actor. Um, and and as a person, but mm-hmm. um, Matt has been continuous to be like, no, dude, they're doing this and doing that, and I, and I really think that after watching the trailer, I'm all in, I'm down. I hope the reboot works, and I hope it, I hope they prosper after this movie. So I waited for Matt to be the last one because he's going to give us his expertise. He's a big Flash fan, mm-hmm. so tell us what's up, Matt. What are you feeling? Yeah, when it comes to DC. My favorite superhero is the Flash, so a little bias. For the record, yeah, I will throw it out. Well, actually, besides Booster Gold, but Booster Gold isn't here yet. Uh, so, uh, Flash to me is Spider Man to me in Marvel. So, I have a lot of biasm towards this. And I think Ezra Miller didn't, uh, aside from his antics outside the screen, I think he does fine as as Barry. Mm-hmm. Um, people like, at first kind of got mad about his goofiness, but literally, yeah. Barry's the most goofy one in the comics. Yeah, like, that's, he's, that's who he's he the is. Yeah. yeah. So, I think he does pr- everything they complained about with him. He was like Barry out of the books. It, it's crazy because I don't realize that. Uh, yeah. But the only thing about him that I kind of criticize is like the running, but like his running looks weird. doesn't look natural, but I guess if it run that fast, it wouldn't in the first place. But uh, sticking to the topic of the trailer, um, it looks 
interesting. Um, I, 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 the trailer gives no clarity on like the actual plot points outside of Barry going back in time mm-hmm. and messing yeah. things up, but it looks significantly different from like the actual Flashpoint. Like the only element that, that's the same is he's going back to save his mom and he messed something up. But other than yep. that, we have no yeah. clue what happened. Um, I do think Barry, like Barry, Barry, not like Barry Two, Barry, Barry, uh, looks looks good. The costume looks really, really, really well done. Yeah, it does. Uh, second Barry looks, looks kind of kind of odd and weird, like kind of chunky, uh, it, like not chunky, like a metal like a, suit, huh. like a fat neck. It's weird, um, um, which is cool. Uh, Keaton, um, like. I'm I'm not I love Keaton, don't get me wrong, and I'm just not excited for that. But not there, I'm not, not a, excited for it either. Like I don't know how to say it. Like there's cool a shot Keaton in the trailer where Keaton's got like a whole bunch of face scars. Uh I, and I I picked up on that and I was like, hmm, that, that looks different. But I don't know if yeah, that's Batman just... who laughs, maybe. Yeah. Um, but the big thing for me is how freaking cool. Sasha Kaya looks as freaking Supergirl, dude. She, mm-hmm. she looks good. Bro, like she looks like impressed. she's like an animal and a monster. And when they did the 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 cool superhero sequence, all three of them are running fast. Not only is she as fast as them, she's in front of them, and mm-hmm. she's the one leading the charge. She, I think, if there's going to be someone taking our breath away, it's going to be her in this film. Uh, and I think that's going to be good because I think she's going to be the quote unquote super person until Cal Kala comes in later on. So. If they're gonna put him in the forefront, and they're gonna, if this movie ends up with Ezra, you know, he's not gonna be the Flash, I think, permanently, mm-hmm. for obvious reasons. Um, but if we get out of this, you know, Sasha Kaya as as being this awesome Supergirl that we've seen, it she looks really good as like she looks like a really good Supergirl. Um, but the trailer looks looks it looks fun. I mean, I will say that much. Um, it looks intriguing. It piques my interest enough yeah. to go watch it for sure. Um, on the trailer front, that's all I have. There's more I have on it, but I, I'll I'll stick, I'll stick to CinemaCon when we get there. Um, but the trailer looks good. I, I I couldn't. The more that comes out with this movie, the more I want to watch it. And I know a few months mm-hmm. ago when we were first talking about it, me and Stephen and even Andrew, I was writing it off as like this movie's not going to matter anyway, so who cares? Mm-hmm. But it's the more they put out, the more I've been like, this looks like it's going to be a, a decent film at least. Yeah. I definitely could take those words back that I wasn't excited for it, but now I kind of am. I kind of want to see where they're going with it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but besides that, that it looks good. The trailer looks dope. I do know that the, the J- Japan trailer shows a couple more scenes that we didn't get here in the U S but mm. it, it doesn't really tell anything with the story. So it's not really relevant in like, if you're trying to put piece together, what the story is going to be, but kind of keeping yeah. that hush hush. I'm kind of glad because, and I'm also liking that the fact that uh, Bruce Wayne is not Bruce Wayne's dad. Um, yes. You know what I mean? It's actually Bruce Wayne, so I think that's pretty cool. I like how they're changing that up a little bit uh, from Flashpoint. Do you guys think there is a <laughs> villain that we haven't seen yet from the trailer, or is it just all going to be... Well, like Ebert Thon, you mean? You think Thon's mm-hmm. coming in? Um, okay. I, th- I can see Thon coming in for sure. I just don't know how much how much... The thing about the reason why Thon was so cool and important in the original, like Flashpoint, is because he understood what happened, yep. and like he was he, he was able to he was the one that was able to block Barry from fixing it <clears throat> by himself. Yeah. Like he blocked the Speed Force off. So I don't know how much that's going to come into play when we don't know about Thon in the first place, like in the aspect of the DCEU. Um, I also don't know if it'll make sense to people, the Speed Force in general. Um, so like 
I, I just don't know where his place would be when Supergirl's here because she can just, you know, run through him unless mm-hmm. his place is going to be to block the speed force behind the scenes until the very last second, which I yeah. can see happening if, if people, if DC does what we've been saying to do, which is not hold our hand, just let us figure it out. I can see them doing that, play that card, and it, I think it'd play out great personally. But mm-hmm. I can also see them taking a cautious approach and saying we don't, people don't know about that yet, so let's not put it in yet, kind of a thing. Yeah, I can definitely yeah. see that. Yeah, I just as I was watching, I was like, okay, so we we see General Zod, like there's clearly a villain, mm-hmm. but like who's the main antagonist? And you know, good for them for not coming out and showing it because obviously I, I feel like this is one of those trailers where you watch it and you don't really walk away with figuring out how the movie's going to go. Yeah. Um, but I just hope, I hope we get something that we haven't seen versus just kind of uh, the antagonist being very trying to fix what he's done. It just seems yeah. kind of too easy in my opinion. Yeah. I just think, I think too, becomes dangerous if you give this Barry an antagonist, how are you going to set up the next Barry? So like, if they're not, if Ezra Miller is not going to be the guy, all signs point to him not being the guy for the Flash yeah. going forward. Mm-hmm. I don't see them being a direct villain that could be an overarching story for years to come if Ezra isn't going to be their Flash. I can see them kind of holding off for the next Flash to give him the, a the more established villain. approach. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. know how to explain it other than no, I get what that. You're saying. Like, why, why bring a direct foe of the Flash in if he isn't going to be your Flash? Mm-hmm. If yeah. that makes sense. Unless they bring in the villain to kill him and the new Barry is like, I can see that happening too. You know what I mean? To avenge him or whatever. All right. Well, getting off the flash for now. Um, So CinemaCon, a lot of news, a lot of Disney news, a lot of just news in general. Matt, you want to shoot us your your top uh, cinema uh, drops? Yeah. So let's stick real quick with the flash. Um, So this was the first public, public, quote unquote, CinemaCon's invitation only, so not really public. Uh, But it was the first reveal, I guess, uh, of a screening of The Flash. And I was very interested to see people are going to say about this. Mm -hmm. Every single review, every single one I saw, not there's not one that fails in this category. Every single one of them came out and said, this is not only the best DCEU film of all time, including the original trilogy of the Batmans, or the Dark Knight trilogy of the Batmans, this might be the greatest superhero film ever. And that was like a consistent oh. theme wow. across every non-DC person that went and came out of this movie. And it, my mind was blown because I was talking a couple weeks ago with you about this, about James Gunn saying this is the greatest movie he's ever seen kind of a thing. And yeah. all of us chalked it up to him being part of DC and him just right. you know, rallying behind oh, Warner Brothers or whatever. But then yeah. you get these reviewers who have nothing to do with DC or Warner Brothers and they're saying not only is it the best DCU DCU film, but this is this is better than Endgame and Infinity War. Those are some big shoes to fill, though, man. To say that yeah. that's you know that's I would I want to see it um, before do I you, even. Do you think there's a little bit of like it's probably a better term than than beer goggles that's going on with this, just with the last DCU films being not very good that it's like because this one is good it's just that much seems that much better because of the low quality that we've gotten yeah like this is this is the 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 best of the crappy movies kind of thing Mm -hmm. or this is a a mediocre movie coming after a whole bunch of terrible movies yeah or even just people going to lower expectations 
Yeah. The hard part for me is we've had those since I would say Aquaman one and Shazam was like I told you before, a very good movie compared to like DCU standards. But I I wasn't over here saying it's the best superhero film since sliced bread. Mm -hmm. I said it's probably a top five, top ten MCU film if it's in the MCU. And I never get more respect than that. But to say this is the greatest superhero film of all time, not even like against the MCU. If you're saying it's better than the Dark Knight trilogy as a whole, that's that's kind of insane to say. Mm-hmm. Man, that's pretty. That's a like I said, those are pretty big shoes to fill. That was a great trilogy, and you're only coming out with one movie so far. Yeah, um, the hard the hard part that I just keep finding though, and I know we're gonna switch topics here, but is it is it the greatest superhero movie because we're now jumping through multiple franchises and we're seeing. Ben Affleck's Batman, Michael Keaton's Batman, a version of Supergirl. Like, is it just because we're that's like stuff viewers are craving? It's more of this multiverse ness, I guess. And that's therefore deems it a good film. I don't think it'll be as multiverse as everyone thinks it's going to be. It's going to be more time travel. So, what I think is really going to happen is Barry's going to have this sulking attitude, and Ben Affleck's Batman is going to be like, yo, what's the problem? This is going to be the first 20 minutes of the film. Right, gonna be, I want to yeah. go back and fix things. And then he's going to tell him what he told them, which is our job isn't to go back and fix things. It's to learn from our lessons kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Goes back in time, he fixes them. And then from there, it's just who we see. So outside of Ben Affleck and Keaton, there's no multiversal aspect to it at all. And since Ben Affleck's going to be not even like, this isn't like a team up where like they're, they're like a Spider-Man thing where the three of them are teaming up to fight villains together. Mm-hmm. It's like Ben's telling him don't go. He goes. And then Keaton's there instead of Ben. And so, like, it's not like it's, you know what I mean? Like, the, the multiversal interactivity isn't present in this film. Yeah, I think I mean, he's just going to jump. I, I get what you're saying. I don't think they're going to be jumping from universe to universe to universe. <laughs> I really think he's going to be going to one, maybe two, and then it's going to be he's stuck there, and this is where he yeah. does what he needs to do. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, I'll, I'll definitely go see it. I'm just, I'm very curious. I wish, about Grant, the- I, wish I wish Grant Gustin was in it, it's all. That's all. Makes my heart. <clears throat> he could be. All right. So let's jump off Flashpoint because I feel like we've been on it for a little bit. Uh, what else did you – what else caught your eye, Matt, um, coming out? Yeah, so I'm on the Timothy Chalamet train. Everyone should be because he's a damn good actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, first off, Dune 2 picks up literally where Dune 1 left off. Uh, that was great news. Uh, Zendaya is going to be in more than 10 minutes. She's not going to be just in Dreams this time. Uh, so that was a cool little tidbit. Uh, they did mention that Timothy Chalamet's character is going to be riding on a worm, uh, yes. and that well, Timothy like Chalamet also—he also said that that shot when they ride the worm is all practical. There's no CGI, mm. so I'm really excited to see how wow. it looks. Um, so like we said cool. the, whole, the entire thing's practical. There's no CGI. Uh, it was a great piece of film. Uh, on the Timothy Chalamet train, um, what I'm more excited for, and I've touched on it very little, but I'm very excited for this movie because it just essence of what it brings is he's playing the young Wonka, which we've known about for a while, but a plot point was, has been released about Wonka. And what it is, is he's going to be a poor Willy Wonka, not a rich established one already, uh, mm-hmm. trying to live out of dreams of owning a chocolate factory. And his mom in the trailer says things like, uh, you know, go pursue your dreams or whatever, uh, which one his mom has never been touched on. His dad was in the first mm-hmm. or not the first, but the second Tim Burton version of it. Uh, also the cool thing for me on top of that, and I want your reactions from both these topics here of, of, of him being a poor Willy Wonka, establishing himself. And then also, Hugh Grant's a Noobaloompa. Hugh Grant. That's Hugh Grant. Grant. Yeah. 
Like Hugh, Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant. Like Hugh he's, Grant. he's all the Oompa Loompas, or he's, he's just blue eyes. Well, uh, they they in, in, from what's come out of CinemaCon, Hugh Grant is an Oompa Loompa. So I don't know if he's okay. all the Oompa Loompas, but he is a Oompa Loompa. What I imagine is going to happen is if it's going to be the origin story of Wonka's come up, he's going to go find the Oompa Loompas. And instead of them all being like all the Oompa Loompas like we imagine, it's going to be one source guy he finds, which is going to be Hugh Grant. Where at the end, he's like, oh, by the way, if you need more workers, I got an entire tribe over here. Yep. So, gentlemen, thoughts on a young Willy Wonka who's poor and not some cool, whimsical guy. Uh, and then Hugh Grant. And then also, real quick to add on top of that, there is a chocolate river. Timothy Chalamet said that he ate a lot of chocolate, number one. And number two, <laughs> he said that he literally swam in a chocolate river. So... Go, gentlemen. Thoughts? Go for it, Andrew. Knock yourself out on this one. I think. Uh, like so I, I will be excited to see it one because I think Timothy Chalamet is a fantastic actor. Uh, I think it sounds like, from what you described, I haven't really read anything on this, uh, but it sounds like we're going to get a very different Willy Wonka than we've seen twice. So that's exciting. Something fresh. I'm hoping we see like the adventures of and you know. I think outside of an established Willy Wonka is a very exciting thing where maybe at the end he's finally got his factory, but it'll be curious to see like his upbringing without it being like a flashback or without him being in a dentist chair, getting his teeth pulled or cleaned or whatever. Um, I'm excited for it. I mean, I think it could be very cool. Just something different to a very known classic story that, you know, frankly, we've all grown up, grown up with. Yeah, yep. Different twists yeah. for sure. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling the with your answer, Andrew. I'm kind of in the same boat. I'm, I want to see a different twist with this. I want to see the. I was looking at screenshots right now, and I'm feeling the vibe. I'm, I'm really yeah. kind of into it. Um, I, I feel like he's gonna kill it at this. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to see how the Oompa Loompas look. Uh, the yeah. Johnny Depp movie wasn't the greatest, but it was those fun. Those it, didn't do those, it for those me. Those Oompa like got me out of the show dude i was like what the mm-hmm. hell is this um that's yeah. just tim burton style you know it, yeah. it is tim burton style and I, I do for the movie it's it's good movie yeah. it, it just yeah. didn't i think the oompa loompas is what kind of got me to back up and then just after that mm-hmm. i was over it but uh yeah as, 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 as whimsical or fun and mm-hmm. yeah this exactly it's like, gonna be more more fun i think so. yeah even, even if it's not as fun it's kind of like a dark humor kind of like a sweeney todd I'm still mm-hmm. into that kind of too. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That vibe where it was serious, but yet kind of funny at the same time. Um, yeah. I'm in for that too. So uh, yeah, I, I think I like it. I think one of the one of the things that I hope that they do is something that I loved about like the Gene Wilder character. And there's a few like interviews that you can watch with him explaining that opening scene where he's walking with his cane and his cane gets stuck in the crack oh, yeah. and it looks like he's going to fall and he flips into it yeah, and cool. he breaks down that scene and he does it really, really nicely. And he explains that I, I wanted this character to keep the audience guessing on what was going to happen on everything, yeah. whether yeah. it's me walking up, you never know what I'm going to do. So I, I hope that they can bring that element to Timothy Chalamet's character and keep us guessing on, okay, here's the choice that you can make that will potentially get you to your factory quicker or yeah. what are you going to do? But we don't really know because your character is that deep and it's just a lot harder than a yes or no, or this is what I want to mm-hmm. do to, to get it. Like keep us guessing. Yeah. Make us yeah. Think. 
I totally agree with that. What was your next one, Matt? Next one, uh, Craven. Craven the Hunter. So Sony Pictures was the first one. I don't know if you guys heard about Craven the Hunter, but uh, R-rated film, number one. Okay, it's the yes. first thing. Uh, number two, the trailer was described as like gory, bloody, and like him massacring people. So uh, one of the ones was that he uses a foot trap on his enemy, and you see the foot trap, and you see what it does. <laughs> Uh, next one is him biting someone's face off. And again, you see him biting someone's face off and calling someone's chest. And then the third thing that was very surprising to me, uh, besides like those, those already surprising things, uh, was there was the end of it. There was a guy saying, don't you want to know why they call me the rhino? He drinks some kind of vial and he starts physically turning into a rhino. So, uh, rhinos in this film officially. And this looks like a rated R film. And, uh, you're muted, Steven. And no, uh, it looks like it's going to be gory and bloody and a true Craven film. Wow. So when you say it's like turn into a rhino, like like a rhinoceros or like the dude just yeah. gets j- yoked. Oh, that's great. No, like like you see his like arm turn to like a rhino arm. Oh, kind of that's tight. I kind of so I wonder tight. if they're taking like elements from Morbius of like some kind of synthesized potion yeah. to, to turn him into a rhino. Must be something. Mm. That's pretty cool, though. I'm I'm definitely into it. If it, they're gonna give us a new story, if they're gonna give yeah. us a new story. I'm in. I'm definitely in. I do. I know it's superhero movies are made for kids. It's in most parts, but I do like the fact that it's R rated. That means it's gonna be not sugar coated. But yeah, that sounds cool to me. <clears throat> cool, cool. Next so, up is. Oh, go ahead. Oh, so I was just Wonka's coming out in December of this year, 2015, yes. or uh, on the 15th. December 15th. Wow, that's going to be cool. I yes. can't wait to watch that. I thought that I was going to wait another year or two for it, but okay. No, no, no. Yeah, come out this year. Dune is this uh, year too, isn't it? Dune is also this year, yes. Dude, that's like right around the same time. Year. Like he's going to have a busy... Fourth quarter. Yeah. He's yeah, going to be making them rounds, you know what I mean? Well, it's Warner, so I mean, no matter where he goes, like for like one, he's going for both, right? So mm-hmm. any interview he Makes does sense. is going to be about both things. Uh, yeah. It's just a when you have the same studio running both things, you can do all interviews at one time for everything, which is right. it, it's a good thing for Timothy because it's going to be a, a very sure. busy holiday for him. Yeah. Um, cool. Next up, Killers of the Flower Moon. That's a Scorsese film. I've talked about it, I think, in the very, Wait very beginning. This, uh, yeah. this is a movie that's been hyped up for the last like year and a half to two years with DiCaprio and with De Niro. Um, yes. I'm excited for it because it's a Scorsese film with freaking DiCaprio and De Niro. Um, yeah. But also beyond that, it's 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 it just looks like a good a good movie. Um, Scorsese has been on record saying that he hates the streaming stuff and he thinks they need to go back to true cinematic experiences. The first thing he says, this is a big screen movie. That's how we made it and you'll see. Uh, so bold words. The mm-hmm. important thing here is that we have a trailer, which means we have wrapped filming and production so i'm thinking next year if not this year is going to be some kind of announcement about this movie uh but that's just more excitement than anything dude i am so stoked for this story the story that what i've heard about the story mm-hmm. uh i am so far i'm in um the fact that de niro and leonardo DiCaprio's in it the time the movie's taking place there hasn't been a part of our news from this movie yet that i like questioning I'm liking everything so far. Uh, yes. I'm gonna, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of this. Um, is that I had some news about it, but I don't. Is that not supposed to come out in October? Am I reading that wrong? There, it, there wasn't like an. So the thing with this movie is, there's been two release dates already, and they pushed it back. 
Yeah, yeah but, that, but there's a trailer May. now. Yeah. Yeah. So the trailer, the trailer May. now tells me that they're ready to start pumping this movie out promo wise. Yeah. I can't wait for this. This is it looks yep. so good, dude. Huh. Cool, cool. So yeah. keeping it pushing to the next couple bits of I think about three or four more. One, it's been announced that Andy Samberg is in across the Spider-Verse. Don't know what role he's gonna play. Don't know what he's gonna do there. But yeah, uh, that's cool. But I don't know if everybody's seen this. Uh, you guys know Spooderman, like the mm-hmm. mean version of Spider-Man. Yeah, uh, he's been Wait, shown in the trailers. No, <laughs> he's been awesome. he's been not only in the trailers. He's, been, he's in the poster as well. So I'm thinking maybe Andy Samberg, Spooderman. That Spider-Man. would be dope. Yeah, that'd be cool. I have John, John Ham Spider Ham, so maybe uh, Andy Samberg Spooderman, you know? Yeah, I, I haven't seen any trailers. I've been trying to avoid this too, just because that's a movie that I just want to go in with like a blank slate and watch. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's more on the poster. Spooderman is very very hard to like. It's like hard to make out, but the poster is like very clear. He's in there. Uh, so yeah, more interesting news there. Um, Avatar: The Last Airbender. There was the animated, um, I think, movie uh, trailer that was shown. Uh, it, this one follows Aang, Katara, uh, Soka, Zuko, Toph, all in their adult age. Which adult. I'm happy about. Yes. Uh, what's coming out is they look like they're in their late twenties to early thirties, so mm-hmm. a little bit, a little bit of a ways after uh, the yeah. ending of the Last Airbender, uh, but kind of in that peak of when. Of when they're trying to reestablish order in the world and create mm-hmm. the city that they create in yeah, Korra, that's so. gonna be cool. Public city. Yeah. Let's go. I want. I want, oh, I want yeah. them to have life problems. Oh, Andrews. Uh, I want them to have massive life problems. Like they're paying bills and like. <laughs> like yeah, I'm, just, sure, I'm sure Katara and Ang will have some kind of relationship issues or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's gonna be um, interesting. Cool. Cool. Next. 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 Uh, oh wait. Wait. Hold on. Before you, we move on, do you think we'll get that group? Uh, the White Lotus from Korra. Like making like it being established in this? Yeah. Kind of interesting. Because we know that they they came together. Obviously, that guy becomes an airbender, but that's not until Korra. But we know he's like a skilled fighter. I wonder if they will play. That would be cool. That was. That show was so good. Yeah, I got to rewatch it. So it's good. So good. So good. The first season kind of dragged, but the second one, we get into the spirit oh, world. Man, I think the first one was so good too. Nah, it kind of drags a little bit until you find <laughs> out what like what the person is doing. To yeah. yeah. Anyways, uh, cool. Next up, Ninja Turtles. Um, no, 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 any like nothing significant or different, other than other than it seems like Paramount is creating their own little multiverse. So April O'Neil is asking the turtles if they're going to be heroes. Um, and when he re- when she references villains within the world, she references Gru and Megamind. Hmm. Oh, so it seems like a little a little multiversal Paramount uh, illumination thing going on there. Hmm. Oh, let's check it out. Let's see what's up on that. I'm always yep. in for some uh, stuff. So second to last thing, Kung Fu Panda Four is coming out. Yeah, uh, Poe is trying to find a replacement for the Dragon Warrior. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's cool and all. The real cool thing is the villain's been announced. His name is the Chameleon, uh, and he can summon villains from all of Post Past. So, ev- so every villain we've seen so far is coming back. It looks like, and he's gonna be able to summon powers from all of them. So, imagine Poe, who's fought all these, who's fought all these people before, mm-hmm. fighting all of them all over again, pretty much, because he can summon them in one big grand fight. Or imagine Poe, and then said baby Poe or said baby Dragon Warrior. 
uh, fighting along with him to defeat all of his foes from his past. Mm-hmm. Sounds pretty cool to me. Yeah, I've Kung Fu Panda. You sold me a Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> you could have told yeah. me we're watching Poe eat. Do you guys think hours. the the next Dragon Warrior will be some kind of lame species like a panda, or I think it'll be something that's like. No, I think it's going to be something. Sloth, I thought that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like something, no, something like, like native, native to China, guys. Well, you could they're do like a. Not they're not native to China if they are. A panda is pretty much the lowest you can get in China. That we know of. Yeah, I've never been to China. I don't know the animals. No, oh, fair enough, fair enough. I think it'll be a cool <laughs> yeah. person. Yeah, I think I think it's gonna be mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be somebody uh like a tigress kind of thing where they move forward with it, making TV show after TV show and kind of keep it going. And um mm-hmm. I I think they do something like that. And I and I'm cool with it. I I enjoy all the content when it, the little stories, the little seasons they've had on Netflix. I watch them with my kids. We love Kung Fu Panda in this house. This, mm-hmm. it's always on. It's a good. It's a good all, series. all, all three of them are very well done. They're all not. They're yeah. all pretty good movies for the most mm-hmm. part. Yeah, even the shows are really good. <clears throat> so, so, what was your last one, Matt? What's the last one? bit? Is not a, a a piece of news. Rather, how every single CEO that came out said the same thing in the very beginning. So, Sony CEO, the first thing he said when he came out was. Streaming does not create movie superstars. The big screen and cinema does. Okay. Warner Brothers then followed up with their CEO, and he said that they're going to focus more on cinema and get people back into theaters. Uh, Paramount then followed up and said that theatrical needs to thrive in order for streaming to work. So it seems like the industry is making the shift back to the big screen mm-hmm. because they realize that's where the audience is going to be watching these cinematic masterpieces at, which excites me since I'm a big fan of cinema. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like streaming has has it has its parts. It has its places, right? I think TV shows do great for streaming and everything yeah. like that. But I think cinematic directors and cinematic actors are not born from TV shows unless they're very dramatic and very in-depth TV shows like Snowfall for Damson Idris. Um Stuff like that, um, but definitely, it, it seems like the entire industry has decided we're getting away from streaming. Like we're gonna have streaming still, but the streaming should be supplemental to cinema, not vice versa. Right. I'm excited for that personally, but I know Andrew is a big fan of staying at home and not leaving anywhere, and he thinks everything's a money grab. Uh, I do so- think it's a money grab. I mean, you got me there. I, I think, and it goes back to a couple weeks ago that we talked, or maybe even longer than a couple weeks ago. But I think what what uh, big companies are realizing is you can't make money with with streaming services. Like the only way you can make money is increase your price. And when you increase your price, you lose clients. You lose clients. You got to increase your price to compensate for losing clients. And then it's just True. this vicious circle that goes downwards. So uh, again, I I think it's a good step in the right direction. Um, this is actually something that I was going to probably talk about my next slightly qualified topic. Um, but I'll bring it up just to get you guys' opinion now. Um, but I've seen that companies are doing kind of two different streaming services. You have kind of your paid services without ads, and then you have like it's not like their name, but they still own it as like a secondary streaming services with ads. Um, yeah. And I think that's probably the way that it's going to go in the future is that, you know, there's going to be this focus on getting people back into the theaters. A big emphasis on the silver screen, and then 
you have two options. You can you can stream the stuff that's might be decent quality on a uh, paid subscription, or kind of the leftover stuff with ads that that kind of bounce around. But we can talk about it at another time. It's just that's that was something that no, I I, def- I definitely I definitely agree. I th- I definitely think um, they definitely agree with that. They're going to have those two different services. I just think like uh, that Matt really gets big on is uh, watching certain movies in theater, like watching yeah. Mario. You had to watch Mario in theater. I have a 75-inch TV, beautiful TV, but it's not the same as watching it at the theater mm-hmm. with my kids and experiencing yeah. that. Um, those are There's certain movies that are just theater movies. Yeah. Um, and John, John Wick, those are, that's a theater movie. You're going in there, there's a whole bunch of stuff happening. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if we watch, what's the... Scorsese movie coming out, Matt. What's it called again? Killers of the Flower Moon. Mm-hmm. That might be something I want to watch in theater, but I also might want to watch at home because I am I I like to pause and rewind and say wait wait what do you say and kind of watch it again. That's the kind of stuff that I want to watch at home. But it's a Scorsese movie, so if it, if it wasn't Scorsese, I probably would say I watch it at home. But it's since it's his movie, I'm I'm gonna watch that in theater. Do you? So I feel like I feel like every director every like serious like every major movie director will tell you the same thing and every producer and most actors will as well actually there's some that digress because they're from this new modern era or whatever uh they're all every single one of them will tell you that film and and movies and cinema were supposed were made to be viewed with the full attention to it unstopped unpaused unhinged with real reactions in real time uh, and the reason for that is so you experience something continuously with your focus on it as the way the director intended you to view it. Okay. So like a movie like Kills of the Flower Moon, like a Scorsese film, for example, or even like let's do Tenet, for example, because it's already come out. I don't think a lot of people understood Tenet when you first when you first watched it for the first time. But the experience you had watching it and be confused nonstop was what Christopher Nolan had in mind right. when he created this film. So. Every yeah, okay. film that's that's meant to be taken serious, I feel like, and every director who wants to be taken serious will tell you the reason not only is it disrespectful to the person next to you to be on your phone, but to a director who put his heart and soul into this and wants you to view it at a certain a certain mm-hmm. a sh- certain shot or a certain continuous motion, wherever like we want your full attention on it. So when I'm watching stuff at home, that can't happen, obviously. Um, whether you know I have a, a private home theater in my house or not, there's always like the day, like the struggles of life going on around you. Mm-hmm. But when you get True. into a theater and you, you know, you're going to dedicate two and a half hours of your time to something mm-hmm. and everyone around you who's important uh, knows that you're going to the theater today to watch a movie at this time. They don't bother you or you, or if you don't text back or whatever, they don't bother right. you because they know what's happening. And that, that, that does something for the quality of movies that's out. So yeah, uh, I think with like Oppenheimer coming out, Kills of the Flower Moon, uh, the Wes Anderson film, those things were, yeah. Like if you watch Grand Budapest Hotel at home versus in a theater, it's that goes from being the greatest film of all time to being just like another movie that's a Wes Anderson film. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. I think another one that falls into that trap is The Life of Pi. Like, yes, you watch that in the theater, like it's a spectacle. Like, so cool. But you watch it at home, you you lose so much out of it. Uh, Even though it's still still a great movie. Yeah. So yeah. Totally, I agree that that there is definitely a, a time and a place for theaters, and it shouldn't. I'm glad that it isn't dying, and that it should be more of an emphasis. I think it, a lot of it, though, too, is it's a, it's a 
it's going to drive more revenue. You're going to yeah, you're going to make. Money I think too revenue. that that streaming shouldn't have replaced the theater. It should have replaced the DVD. Oh, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Oh, so I think I think they're start. I think they're starting to realize we're, we're we did this wrong. Like major mm-hmm. motion picture release, then streaming. The streaming is going to be supplemental of the twenty dollar disc we used to sell. Mm-hmm. Um, and and. Even to like the point of that, there's a, a movie that Sony made called Napoleon with um, Joaquin Phoenix. He's, he's Napoleon Bonaparte. Uh, there, there's so much in on it. They told Apple TV, "We're not going to sign the exclusive rights to this unless you give us a week in theater first. And Apple said, "Okay, go ahead, go ahead and do it." That is uh, genius. So I think Sony's all in on it. I think I think Warner Brothers is definitely all in on it. Uh, Paramount 50-50. Um, Disney yeah. probably is not all in on that aspect, but um, I think. The major cinematic places are are trying to get back to the grassroots of what cinema is supposed to be, which is a theater. And then once you watch it in theaters, you watch it at home some way. Instead of doing DVDs, we just do straight to streaming, which right. I think that's what it should have been in the first place. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, if you think about from an eco-friendly sense, it makes sense. You're not putting yeah. pumping out discs that are eventually just going to get thrown in the garbage. Uh, you yeah, have the cost of making making the disc that you don't have to worry about. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think I think the scramble was COVID happened. Everybody's at home. Nobody's mm-hmm. going to. Mm-hmm. The Just gonna say that. How do we get some kind of revenue? Okay, we'll get it from streaming services. But then they got they then it happened, and it's like, wait, there really isn't the return on investment that we were expecting with this. Oh crap! Now we have to backpedal, and who's gonna like that? And then, yeah, tried, I, just, I mean, Scorsese put out Irishman on Netflix, and I don't, I then although he's they gave him a budget for it, I don't think he was fond of it being on Netflix first. I think he would have mm-hmm. loved that to be on the big screen. That should have been on big screen. That's, that's mm-hmm. a great movie. The hard part, though, is uh, now I'm going to get into the being a cheap guy in that sense. Is I, I start to stack up, um, we'll say like Mario, I have to start stacking up. Do I just wait for this movie to come to streaming service because I'm already paying the $14.99 a month? and watch it with my kids on the couch or do i take my kids to watch this movie and spend damn near almost 200 dollars? you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so that's where that's where it's going to start getting a little trickier for the average family with maybe one to two kids um or is it going to be the movies turn into like a date night only and Mm -hmm. i don't take my kids to watch disney movies because i have no problem with that that's perfect for disney if they're going to keep coming out straight to disney plus then that that solves my issue but there's going to be some movies coming out that i want to take my kids to but I also don't want to spend two hundred dollars, and that's just like yeah. us with tickets and one drink mm-hmm. per kid yeah. or well, eight popcorn for three. You know what I mean? To kind of counter the argument. Mario made not over nine hundred million dollars, so I think I think families are okay with spending the money for the movies they want to see. Um, I think mm-hmm. those smaller movies that's like like the small movies you're talking about that are going to be here and there that you don't want to go see in the theaters. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're banking on like those aren't the ones that series are banking on anyone in the first place. Mm-hmm. Those are just for the sure. ones that they're letting their their kind of new actors. New directors usually get their their hands wet and feet wet. Um, yeah. Every once in a while, those one of those movies kind of turns out to be a cult classic or something like that. But For they're sure. not banking on those ones. They're banking on ones like Wonka or Dune or The Flash and stuff like that. And I think we have seen people are willing to spend money to go to the theater still for those kinds of films. Mm-hmm. Oh Especially yeah, definitely. Mario Man. Mario will probably open the door for a ton of more animated films to come come through. Oh yeah, and then it's at right it's it's right at a billion dollars or, or right yeah. under or right of over. And it hasn't even opened yet. Uh, it, I think it just started this today, uh, airing in Japan and in in Korea. So that movie's gonna be, it's gonna be a monster, a monster, dude. There, you're gonna see in the next 
three years, Nintendo this, Nintendo that, Nintendo, Nintendo, Nintendo. It's going to get pretty crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, So we'll just wrap it up. The last thing I had, I think you guys missed over one of the greatest movies of all time. And the fact that they're coming out with the sequel of this. And my buddy Matt over here totally dropped the ball by not bringing this movie up. Is they're they're coming out with the sequel to Dodgeball. (laughs) Yeah, he's coming out with the sequel almost 20 years. Not a lot of news, but Vince Vaughn did sign on to, to bring it back in. I was waiting for Matt to bring that guy up, but I'll throw it in the Discord if you want me to. Dodgeball too, I see it. Yeah, so I'm I'm, I love Dodgeball, dude. I I watch that movie all the time. That's a good one. It's a great movie, dude. Uh, But yeah, I digress. That movie. Dodge a wrench, he can dodge a ball. Dodge a ball. (laughs) Pirate Steve, man, was my fantasy football name for so long. So good movie. I felt the same way about Anchorman. Like I felt like that was like a classic. Yeah, I didn't really care for Anchorman 2. I never watched Anchorman 2. I see. It's, it's, it's not, 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 not missing edge. The, the only thing Anchorman 2 has going for it is the, the fight scene where just more and more cameos start coming out and like everybody's there. <laughs> In the alley? Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. like, oh yeah. man, they got everybody for this movie. Uh, yeah. But. All right, so let's pull off uh, CinemaCon and let's get into some video game news. Um, I am heartbroken once again, right when I thought Microsoft was getting me, giving everybody the right hook and starting to get their creed on. They got blocked by you, the... What is it called? Gentlemen, the gentlemen, this is our moment. Is. By the UK. It's the Brits again. The, Br- is. the Brits we are gotta locked go to, up. We, we got to go to war with him, dude. So <laughs> it looks like... Um, they pulled back because of cloud gaming. That's going to be, to- I told you that's going to be their thing. Um, why they're putting their foot down. Uh, but, but Microsoft is not going into that dark abyss. They are going to be fighting it. And it looks mm-hmm. like it could be, be, it could be going into the 2025 ish timeframe. That's what some of the, the lawyers of YouTube, um, when they're breaking down this, fi- uh, this case, um, they're pretty much, they're going to drag in this out. This is going to be a long time. Microsoft said it should be wrapped up by the end of June. That's not going to happen. So we're looking about two years. Mm-hmm. Andrew, what do you think? Um, I go back and forth on this. Uh, again, when I read this article, I, I thought back to the conversation we had about how this kind of buying up studios doesn't really lead to competition. And it basically bulldozes the little guys that produce like those heart and soul made games. Yeah. So honestly, I I think I'm on the position of if it doesn't happen, (coughs) probably for the best. Um, I just don't know. Like, I feel like corporate America might be like killing the, the development of games with just, trying just to make as much money just just big companies in general it's just Mm -hmm. everything's the money like how how can we get the most money for it instead of how can we develop a game that people are going to buy because it's good it's yeah it feels like it's the opposite how how can we make the game that people are going to spend the most money on Um, so it's what's weird is is uh some of the interviews that i was watching with some of the lower tier uh developers there was a lot of mixed mixed feelings. Some people were like, "No, we really wanted this to go through. That mm-hmm. way, we knew we had a budget. That way, we knew funding. we had backing. We had funding to keep going." 
because mm-hmm. now we get to add the stuff that we wanted to com- add to complete the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then some of them are like, no, we didn't want this. We want to be able to shop around and get picked up by this person or da 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 da. It was very mixed, but it was very unique because I've never heard it coming from the lower end, the guys who are really just making games because they wanted to make games they wanted to play. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was very mixed. It was uh, I, I was agreeing with somebody who was against was against the acquisition. And then I watched another video and I was like, oh, I can kind of see where you're going with this. So it's it's very tricky. I just hope that um, they get it ironed out and that if there is a stopping innovation, then there better be somebody in the wings getting ready to innovate because if nobody's innovating and this gets blocked and then it just falls, it's, you know, what no. do we do this for? You know what I mean? No, no, no. That's saying. not fair to say. That's not fair to say. So Why innovation can happen wherever – Okay, the opportunity to have innovation and actually having innovation are two different things. Mm-hmm. But you have to have the opportunity to have innovation in the first place. So if you just take the opportunity away, it'll never happen. If there's opportunity there, it could happen still at some point in time, whether it's yeah. tomorrow or 30 years from now. So mm-hmm. I mean, like to, to say someone better have something coming out of the works as soon as it gets blocked is it's not fair. Oh, to no, and I'm, I'm not trying to say extremely out of the box. I just don't want it to be where the progression just stops here because like i think it'll be the opposite i think well i think i think it'll be the i think progression would stop when they acquire them now right. i don't That's think it'll I be think the, let me clarify what i'm trying to say it won't be the opposite progression might stay the same it might not get better or worse but i think it will get worse if they do acquisition them versus just keeping it where it's at now or getting better if that makes mm-hmm. sense um yeah i mean i look I at it like competition not, breeds the innovation now that you're buying everybody up, there's less competition, therefore less of a desire to innovate. Yeah, and this might sound an, like anti anti little guy, but when a small developer or developer says, "I wanted the funding from them," that doesn't really support it, like innovation of gaming. It just supports their will to have more funding for their game. And right. I think I think that it, there's a there's a there's a, a, a confusion or, or convolution of things where like I where I'm saying I would like the opportunity for innovation. Versus innovators saying, well, we need money. And I think I think they don't always have to go um, hand in hand. So we're like, that is like, I personally don't care when a developer says, I wish we've gone through so I can get more money for it. I, I'd rather I'd rather them I'd rather the money not be there than it be there and then there's no progression because the money's there. If that, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I, they don't go hand in hand in my opinion. They could, they could for sure. Like I think what you what, what the overlying thing you're trying to say is like if there's no funding there's no innovation which is true you need money to, to yeah. make good quality things but I don't necessarily think that the developers in this situation that want the money from the acquisition are the ones I'm focusing on in terms of like what I'm trying to say Oh yeah here. 100%. Mm-hmm. And I think we're all coming from a a gaming background not more of a financial. I'm coming yeah, from it with like sure. if someone goes man I really want to create this game but I don't have no money and Microsoft's like dude sign with us and we'll throw you the bag and do your thing in my head i'm thinking hell yeah dude now we get to get better games you know what i mean yeah but i do understand where it's like if they can if they're the gatekeepers then you have to fall in line you know what i mean but i'm i'm also i'm also sucks. good with what you said i'm good with that too i'm, I'm okay with that yeah activision isn't that <laughs> activision blizzard no, 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 not even is the biggest developer in the world so like yeah. if a small indie guy comes and says microsoft i need money Here's my game idea. And they're like, oh, we'll fund it, put it on our platform exclusively. 
awesome. That's great. I, I agree with that. That's cool. That's yeah. I think that's what's missing a lot of times with Sony and and Tencent and 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 Microsoft. Uh, I just have a problem when it's the biggest. When it when it's when it's someone that doesn't need to be acquired. Right. Uh, yeah. That's when I have a problem with it because you're taking away <laughs> an entire sector of gaming, pretty much all of Activision Blizzard from an entire two. Well, I mean, really just Sony because they have a they have a deal with Nintendo. Uh, yeah. But you're taking an entire sector of game away from an entire platform of users, which is different than a small indie guy needing to create a new game, right? Mm-hmm. If, if Activision Blizzard wasn't this established conglomerate giant, I probably wouldn't care as yeah. much as I do. Mm-hmm. But this is Activision. Like you just got Bethesda. Leave Activision alone. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So like one of the the, the examples Nintendo used because Nintendo got um, they got asked to come in and speak and. They pretty much denied it. They were, they wanted somebody to speak for about <laughs> like seven hours, and, and Nintendo's like, no, oh, heck no. yeah, yeah. They wanted to sit there for seven hours like on, on their behalf. Yeah, and answer oh, questions no. for seven answers, and, and oh. Nintendo was like, "Here's my legal team, buddy." Like, no, yeah, you know what I mean. And it, but Nintendo was like, because the cloud gaming came up, and they were saying that it's weird because UK, the like the number one of the number one games they play over there besides Call of Duty and stuff. Was uh, what's that new Minecraft Legends game? Dungeons, dungeons. Yeah, yeah. So they've been playing that. That's what's weird is on Nintendo. That's a Microsoft title, and it, Microsoft mm-hmm. was really or Nintendo was really pushing like, hey, they own it, but yet there more people are playing it on our consoles than on Xbox in in the UK. Like it, you guys are not like this isn't making sense. You know what I mean? Until they kind of really, until this morning when they broke down the last piece of literature, and I was like, "Mm, I get what they're saying now about being gatekeepers and being, if you want a cloud game, you're going to have to come to Microsoft. And it's, I do understand that you can't have one person controlling everything when it comes to cloud gaming. It's just not going to work. But I digress. Let's hopefully they figure something out so somebody can keep Activision accountable on giving us these trash Call of Duty maps, but whatever. I'm still yeah. upset with this. Anyways, uh, okay but besides that, that it's, it's really all I had for gaming. I know Andrew's going to be playing tonight at nine o'clock. He's going to be playing Survivor or Survival. I'm Survivor. playing at nine o'clock. Jedi Survivor. Yeah. yeah, we just stopped you from downloading it, so you're not. No, I'm shit not I'm I mean, I probably won't play until tomorrow, just because I, I want to get into it. It's like, I, hey, so somebody already finished the game, I, completely I, like a hundred percent the game, and I, I was like, it. that person needs help. They said it was a great game. Matt's saying it's trash. No, I'm just not no, saying no, it's trash. I'm, <laughs> I, I, I joke. I joke. My only fear with this game is that the first one was so good, this one can't mm-hmm. possibly be as good. Yeah. I, I mean, again, I think I've said this multiple weeks in a row now. I've just I've tried to do everything in my power to stay away. I, I got kind of mad because I was scrolling through Instagram, and I saw that there was a, uh, a Rancor. And I like swiped up really quick because I was like, dang it, no, I, I don't yeah. want to see anything. Like, I just want to go in blind and just kind of expect it that way. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think it looks amazing. I think it looks beautiful. I think the game looks 155 gigs of what it should be. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're playing it on Xbox, it's 140. That is crazy, man. I, I poor PC, man. I do. Mine's probably screaming. Oh man. Uh, but besides that, I can't wait to, there's going to be so many, if I feel like star Wars games just need to 
they just need to start throwing them out there, man. I think there's so many opportunities for for some new Star Wars games that I I can't wait. I want to play some Sith. You know what I mean? I want to be a bad mm-hmm. guy. I want to be. Get I want to get to that, dude. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we're getting uh, we're getting Cal Kestis back, and I love Cal Kestis, yeah, so Cal Kestis, I'm cool man. with it. And his poncho? Is he rocking the poncho? The in poncho. Uh, he was very. He was very adamant. Yeah, I'm very adamant. Was he? Yeah, and they have do they have some right. promos with Mark with Mark uh, Hamill? I don't know if you've seen him or not. Oh but, yeah, I was watching those. Those are funny. Yeah. Where JD I've McDonough is, is so there's nothing to do with the game. JD McDonough, yeah, yeah, uh, McDonough, who had um, his two lightsabers, like you, you know, picks them apart or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Mark Hamill's like in the corner, and he's like, "They never gave me two lightsabers." And then JD is <laughs> like, "Then JD's like, oh, it's just one, but they pick apart, and he puts it back together." And Mark's like, "Ah," and then he walks away. And then Mark's playing a little bit of the game, and JD's like, hey, hey, duck right there, duck right there. And Mark's like, don't tell me how to be a Jedi. I know how to be a Jedi. I am the Jedi. <laughs> That's funny. All right, well, if there's yeah. nothing to do with the game, I might I might check him out. Yeah, it's pretty funny, man. Um, yeah, it's on YouTube. You can watch the little clips couple minutes <clears throat> but besides that that's all we had for today when it comes to news on gaming and movies we're going to jump into the expert is it andrew today right oh, it's matthew not, it's, it's matthew the I'm slightly bad. or more qualified to talk on this topic please pray and put your hands together for my man let's go yeah so i actually have uh, a trio of topics and it's all kind of the same thing uh it's all three about different teams i like in different as- aspects of sports and esports oh so i'm gonna touch on them real quick uh all the right, first one good. i think steven's gonna be very proud about uh optic gaming comes into this last major for call of duty five and oh uh they blow everybody out the water pretty much i think i think not a single uh series went past four uh they run an 11 game hard point sh- or sorry 10 game hard point streak uh they look good coming into it uh, Thieves really look good, good as well. Plays look good as well. Um, Toronto didn't look very good coming into this. Uh, Boston looked 50 50. Yeah, they're uh, shaky. Vegas, Vegas looked very good coming into this. Uh, Seattle looked like Seattle, which, if you know Call of Duty, that's a good team. Anyways, uh, going into all of that, a couple interesting things happened this weekend with, with that major one. Optic didn't end up winning it, which broke my heart. Uh, Thieves ended up winning it. Um, the. The first series that they played each other in winners finals, Steve kind of just ran through them. Optic just forgot how to play Call of Duty, and their thumbs stayed back at the hotel that day. Um, so I don't know what happened with that. Uh, the, I, well, I can tell you what happened with it. The subs, the sub players, Shotzi and Hook, didn't look very good compared to Kenny and Envoy. Kenny and Envoy, they're no slouches. They're good players. Uh, but the day before that, we were talking about Hook being the best player in the game, and Kenny just ran through them. More importantly, Envoy ran through them. Um, but Octane was that dude this weekend, honestly. Um, so he, he showed up. Thieves, Thieves won the second map set they had in the actual grand finals of it after Optic stomped phase again. Um, it looked a little bit more competitive. Thieves still took the first hard point, uh, which was expected because it was Hydro once again, uh, which is Optic's worst map. I think Optic needs to just feel that map going forward because people are starting to figure out that that's their worst hard point map. Um, they thieves get done in control. They're probably the best control team in the game, um, honestly, going into this this tournament. Uh, but thieves is doing what they did last year, which they're turning up at the last last part of the season. They're the first ever team to win the same major number back to back years. So last year they won major four. They sure they won major four as well. Uh, if they repeat like they did last year, they're winning champs as well. 
uh, in game second place in the next major. So, so we'll see how that goes. Optic looks good still. It, it, it's just phase. Yeah. Or not. Steve just looked better. That's all it was. Um, Optic will get better. They'll figure it out. No change need to be made. The important and crazy part besides Steve's beating Optic uh, was there is – so Champs is only the top eight teams out of 12. Okay? Preface that. Uh, Las Vegas. So Champs is in Las Vegas this year. Las Vegas Legion. Uh, they're from Vegas, so they obviously want to qualify for Champs. They made a change going into this split, and their change worked out in the in, in pool play. They did really good. Stan Hill looked really, really good. Um, they looked like a good team. Uh, they ended up creeping into that eight spot. Just beat Minnesota right out. Just, just barely beat Minnesota out. And Minnesota looks very bad this year. Uh, yeah. So going into this going into this tournament, all Vegas had to do was win one match, win one match to just widen the gap between Rocker. But even if they didn't win one match, Rocker just can't win two matches. Okay, so we get into it. Vegas loses their first winners bracket uh, match. They played, I think, um, New York. New York's a very good team. I call that happening. What I didn't call happening was them losing the next map set to um, to Florida. So Vegas was out. Florida beat Vegas, whatever. They just have a two-game lead over Minnesota. Minnesota's trash. The first game Minnesota plays, they played uh, London World Ravens, who might be the only team worse than them, honestly. Um, and then they played the Seattle Surge. Now, anybody that watched this split will tell you that Seattle Surge, one, has probably the best player in the game, which is Pred. Uh, and two, they have a good team. Like They should be able to wipe the floor with, with Minnesota. Well, Seattle goes up 2-0. And uh, a wise man once said it's never chalked. And Minnesota came back and reverse swept them and, and won 3-2. Uh, so as of right now, Vegas is out of champs. And Minnesota's back in by a hair on their chinny-chin-chin mm-hmm. going into the last major. So this last Double. major... Yeah, this last major only isn't important to see who's going to be in the best form going to the champs. But also, there's four teams now at jeopardy of not going. Boston, Seattle, Minnesota, and Vegas are all fighting for the four through eight seed all of a sudden because all those teams lost, except for Minnesota, who won two, which closed the gap. Mm-hmm. So very interesting, interesting next major for sure for champs. Uh, I'm super excited now for, for the Toronto major. Um but yeah, I digress. That was it was a good it was a good weekend of Call of Duty, not just because it was a good weekend of Call of Duty, but just there was a lot of storylines for sure. Yeah. Uh so next up. <coughs> next up on my docket. The Miami Heat, baby. The Miami Heat. Oh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. So the Miami Heat, they're a playing team. Uh a playing team for the NBA. That means that you have to go through a tournament to qualify for the playoffs in the first place. Someone's fan is on or something, and it's really loud. Uh, we might have switched inputs, I think, is what happened. Uh, anyways, so Miami Heat, they're a play-in team. They are playing the one seed, which is the Bucks. So the Miami Heat, when they were playing the play-in, they lost the first game. And I was like, okay, listen, if we just lose the next game, we get a lottery pick. Let's mm-hmm. not play the Bucks. Let's 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 not go to the playoffs. Let's not embarrass ourselves. Like we're not a very good team this season. Uh, let's just take the lottery pick, please, for the love of all things holy. But I really didn't want to see the Bucks mop us for four games straight. Miami Heat end up winning the game. And I'm like, you know what? You guys can't even lose correctly. You guys are so bad this season. Yeah. Uh so fast forward to the playoffs. Game one, we 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 win it somehow. I don't know how we did. Game two, 
We look, we look, we look bad again. We look like the Miami Heat. We lose the game. But then, games three, four, and five. Come oh my God! Jimmy Butler might be the best player in the NBA in the playoffs this season. He Nasty. dropped. He dropped, I think, thirty, and then fifty-four, and then forty-five. Oh my! And we beat the Bucks. We beat the Bucks. <laughs> I was in. I was in. T- we in. It's in. Not only are we did we beat them, we gentlemen swept them. They won one game against us. Yeah. I'm. I'm now going from. I. I Watching this series alone and the amount of heart we showed and how we played, to me, was worth more than getting the lottery picks. Even if you lose the next round, which I think we have a good chance of, of not. I mean, we, it's 50-50. It's with the Knicks. They're a good team. Uh, I, I have to apologize. Pat Riley, if you're watching, I don't think you are. But I have to apologize to know. you for, for criticizing, man. You put together a team that shows up in the playoffs, apparently. Mm-hmm. They don't do anything Touch else time. in the regular season. But you Touch get them there. They just show up. Uh, so I think we, we, we look like a team that can make a run. It's, it's crazy to say, because just a month and a half ago, I was telling Steven, I don't even know. I don't even know for an NBA team anymore. That's how bad we are. And we just look like a different beast out there. Uh, yeah. you guys so did. That's the, second, that's the second thing. Uh, we're playing the Knicks next. It's good. That's going to be a great series. Those are two teams mm-hmm. who, who have like, what's called dogs, Andrew, if you don't know, uh, that's some dogs in their team. So I mean, they got the dog in them. You know what I mean? So it's going to be just a, a, a slugfest. If if it was boxing, it'd be a heavyweight championship kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, I, I really think that whoever wins this series can definitely make the title run uh, to play Phoenix because uh, Phoenix is going to win the West, I think. Um, yeah. So this is going to be an interesting matchup. Uh, the Bo- Boston is now struggling against the Hawks. So they're, they're no, we just finished it. No, we just finished it. Yeah, we came back in the fourth and won it. Oh. The point is that they went they went an extra two days. Uh, mm-hmm. So if we get Boston and Boston struggles against um, – who else is it? I don't know who That's we're playing yet. I haven't even, haven't even taken a look yet, I think. Let's see. Who else is yeah. it? Cleveland Knicks. That's us. There's a team I'm missing. Very important team. Cavs. Are the Cavs still in it? Cavs play the Knicks. Knicks, Knicks try to beat them. This is great podcasting. Uh, <laughs> NBA playoffs. Slightly underqualified. Yeah, are... Milwaukee, Cleveland, New York. Oh, Philadelphia. Philadelphia is playing Boston next. They swept the Brooklyn Nets, who are oh, a, better team, yeah. a better team than the Hawks. Uh, yeah, it's a Philly thing. Uh, so Philadelphia, Brooklyn's a better team than the Hawks. Boston did struggle with the Hawks the last two games. Um and Philadelphia ain't no slouches. I think. I think. No, Philly's not. Uh, what, I, what I'm trying to say is, if I if we see Philadelphia in the Eastern Conference Finals, we're going to the championship. If we see Boston in the Series Conference Finals, we could definitely beat Boston as well. Boston's mm-hmm. not no joke though. Uh, but I, if we can get past the Knicks, what I'm trying to say is, I think we can go to the championship as a playing team. It'd be the first playing team in the history of the NBA who's going to go to the championship. And it might be the only one in the next 10 years who goes to a championship. So I am stoked. I'm excited. Even if we lose to the Knicks, as long as we don't get embarrassed, I'm okay with it because we look like bums coming into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. More good storylines. Oh, More good storylines. Story Lakers might do the same thing with the, with the Grizzlies. They're not the one seed or the two seed, uh, but they're also going to be the first playing team to progress as well. So mm-hmm. yeah. the, 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 to, to the NBA, 
I salute you for the playing because it's working out so far for you guys. Yeah, it is. Uh, rolling over to the last sport. Andrew, please, please rise. Please rise, Edgar. Please rise. It's a Philly thing, okay? So the NFL draft is tonight, ladies and gentlemen. By tonight, I mean Thursday, April 27th, okay? Uh, Philadelphia has a plethora of picks. Philadelphia uh, is coming off the Super Bowl appearance as well. Philadelphia has signed all their major players back except for C.J. Gardner-Johnson. Philadelphia is the only team, I think, that went to the Super Bowl and got better the next year. We have ev- – and when I say this, I say it very confidently, okay? We have every single position covered with a good, if not all-star caliber player. Every single one. They're going to say, oh, you lost Kaiser White. Nicole Dean's going to take over for him. Oh, you lost Javon Hargrave. Jordan Davis is ready, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, we have every single position covered. Miles Sanders left. We, got, we brought a better running back in. Rashad Penny is hurt sometimes. Not sometimes, a lot of the time. But at his, best, say, <laughs> at, at his best, he is better than Miles Sanders for sure. And if we can just yeah. get him healthy, I'm good with it. I also trust Kenneth Gainwell and Boston Scott back there. Oh, and then I mentioned that we have the best Boston quarterback Scott in the NFL there. named Jalen Hurts. Uh, yeah, he's also on the team as well still. And on a team-friendly deal, his cap hit this year, like $4 million. That is incredible mm-hmm. management from Howie and the boys. With that being said, the draft is tonight. We drafted a defensive tackle by the name of Jalen Carter, a true def- defensive master, like a masterpiece in terms of our scheme. Yeah, He's going to work behind some great veterans who have mm-hmm. – what I'm trying to say is we had the best defensive line in football who had a historic amount of sacks, seen third most of all times, and we just added to that. Mm-hmm. We added to it. I it, Philadelphia – and not to mention, there's not even a quarterback left in the NFC. It's just Jalen. It's Jalen Hurts, Giant Gap, maybe Kyler Murray and Justin Fields. I, I, we listen. If we don't make it back this year, I'm severely disappointed because the NFC, we should be able to just walk through that NFC. Yeah, we shouldn't be able, even if we don't like get the one seed, we should have at least ten wins or more. And when we get to the playoffs, it should be a waltz to the Super Bowl. I'm already thinking ahead next February, guys, about who we're going to play. This guy. So. Yeah, I, I definitely see the Eagles, like you said, definitely doing some work. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just All stars need to be all on the same page, and hopefully they can get on the same page and know there's no and injuries. Injuries, yeah, yeah, injuries are the big injuries injuries suck, under control. The Eagles are fun to watch. I, mean, I am a Bucks fan, but I do I do like watching the Eagles. Uh, I am a Boston Scott fan. I like I like the way he plays. Uh you guys know Boston Scott is like a huge Rocket League advocate. Oh, really? Yeah, he's a he's mm-hmm. a he's cool. a professional. He plays yep. on the team. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's nice. He's on a dignitas. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's pretty cool. I like yeah, how the athletes are merging over. It's, maybe that's why Kyler Murray sucks because he's playing Call of Duty too much. That's because he runs weird. There actually is like a there is a statistic like on double XP weekends for Call of Duty. Kyler's like 0 and 14 or something like that. <laughs> oh, that's wow. funny. That's, that's funny. Yeah, it's a crazy All stat right. have. Well, it's good to bring up. We are going to be talking about sports coming into football. Mm-hmm. Uh, me yeah, and Matt sure. definitely play fantasy football, so we'll be doing our fantasy football takes. Andrew could uh, help us out with that guy. I don't know if he watches plays fantasy football, but when fantasy football does come in, we'll be doing some takes on cop and dropping, benching and letting go. So yep. get used to that. So cool. Uh, that was wrapped up. Now it's my good friend Andrew over here going to bring us the, the, the game. Of the, All right, uh, gentlemen. Game Master, let's do this. We're going to do something real quick. 
as just a little mini segment because I've been plagued with this meme all week and it's really changed my perspective. So this little segment is called Shock and Awe. And so what I need you guys to do is pull up your Discord. I'm about to send you a photo. And I believe we're going to put this photo on their Instagram. So if you want to see what these gentlemen are about to see... <clears throat> I'm just gonna go I just want to get your reactions, thoughts, and how this will affect your lives going forward. I don't like. So I don't, ready? I don't think I like this. I don't think I like oh, I'm kind of nervous. To be honest, uh, it's it's. So you don't want us to share it on on the stream? Not right now. I just want to okay. get your reactions. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but not 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 that bad to me. It's the, it's it's, me. it's pretty bad. I don't know. They, I mean, they wash them. Yeah, not wash but them. they do. But still, like, that's like a fact. Like a fact that's truth with a capital T. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not that one doesn't do anything doesn't, for me. Doesn't they, do it to, for me, you? Just, to me, they wash them. You know, it is what it is. But still, it doesn't matter if they wash it. It's just like the fact of knowing the next time you're at a restaurant, you put mm-hmm. a fork in your mouth. I guarantee you're gonna think about that. You're gonna be like, "That's kind of weird to think about." <laughs> I'm probably not gonna think about that, but I, I thought about I, it. The only time that's ever crossed my mind, and this is a, this is probably about two or three years into being with my wife, we were going to this little restaurant, and this lady was drinking her coffee, and she mm-hmm. was doing this with the cup, like say the cup was coming to her lip, instead of just like letting it come to the lip, she was going. And sticking her tongue out uh, yeah, to find good. the coffee that's cup gross. and then drink. And it was disgusting. And mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie to you, for about for about six months, I did not order coffee mm-hmm. anytime me and my wife went to breakfast. I had to get that out of my head. It, like, it did take six months, but. You hope do- that they wash the forks, but like, what if they accidentally miss one? Yeah, but that's about anything. You're touching they, a that's, door that's handle. That's not how it works, that's- though. They have a giant. And they open it yeah. back up. I don't know. All right, so now we'll jump into the, the, the real game. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a lot of work. All right, so what we're doing this week? I will is... say, hold on, before before I continue, I I don't want to look at it right now. Like I want to delete it. <laughs> yeah, no, you're not. I will it. say that at least. <laughs> yeah, it is disgusting. It's yeah, true. Continue nasty. on. Sorry. Uh, so what we're going to be doing is we're going to be talking about video games. I'm going to give you guys a title of a video game. It's And I tried to find, like, well-known video games. And I want you to give me the year that you think it was released. But Ooh, okay. I, I added some hints. So if you need a hint on what the game is, the first hint is I'll give you the console that it came out on. Okay. If you still need a hint after that, I did research and I found a historical current event that happened in that year. That was oh like a God. big. Dang, you really went hard in the paint I, on this. I, I, I yeah. did not a lot of work to make sure that this was done. So if you still need a hint after that, I, I put Dang. a famous movie that came out the same year. And if you still can't get it after that, I will give you a multiple choice of different years to, okay. to go on. So we're just going to go back and forth between the two. Um, All right, let's run this. So. Let's start with Steven. I'm going to give you the original Doom. Original Doom. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so yeah. I know it had to come out before uh, it came out before 007. So I'm thinking it came out. And I played 007 on 64. Be careful on what you say because that might that might help the game later too. Uh, I'm going to say 1993. 1993 is the year it came out. 1993. Let's go. Really? Oh, snap. Okay, let's go. That was it. Let is go. It came out on MS-DOS. The movie of the year, I picked Jurassic Park. And the event was the Waco Siege. If you would have uh, Waco, I probably would have got the 1993. But if you would have said if I would have got to Jurassic Park, I would have said 95. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I always think Jurassic Park came out in 95. It's all good. Okay, Mateus, you are next. Let's do. Let's do. Let's do this one. The Sims. The original Sims. The original Sims. Oh my gosh! Uh, <laughs> Wait, is this like Sim City or just Sims? Like they the can build Sims. their house. Yep. Okay. Sims. Sims. I don't. I don't. I wasn't a Sims player first off, and the Sims I know is Sims Four. Isn't that crazy? Uh, <laughs> I played original Sims. On my gateway PC. <laughs> the two. It's two thousands. Two thousands. Well, give me your first or whatever. I, I can give you. You can either pick a console. Just give me. Movie. <laughs> uh, well, consoles not going to help me. Current event or movie? Um, current event. Let me current current event. event. You have Bush versus Gore, where Bush wins. The runoff. Uh, <laughs> shoot! What year was that? Okay, I, I can do the math real quick. Hold on. Oh, oh my! Wait. I knew I knew you were gonna do this. Oh, it was Obama. Okay. Well, 2002 was the inauguration of George Bush. Election 2001. No, no, no. He did two. Obama did two terms. Obama did two terms. Uh, let's see. What did George W. Bush do two terms? The math is there. George W. Bush did two terms. Yeah. That's 16 years right there. Okay, 16 years from Trump's initial, which was so 2000. 2000? It is the year 2000. 2000, yeah. yeah. The year 2000 came out on Windows. The movie that I put in there was X Men. It's crazy to think. Dude, it came out the same time X Men did. Mm -hmm. Wow. I know. This is is crazy. crazy. You don't think that the X-Men movie is that old, but that movie's no, 23 man. years old. That is crazy. Crazy. All right. All right. I know Steven is not a PlayStation player, so this one's going to be a little bit harder for him. No, but we have similar. the original God of War. God of War came out PS3. No, PS2. Is it PS2 or PS3? Shit, I don't remember if it came out for PS2 or PS3. I want to say PS2, uh, but I want to say the back end of PS2. Um, give me a current event. Current event was Hurricane Katrina hits Louisiana. 
damn, that was Kanye West coming out saying that George Bush doesn't like black people. <laughs> I, I, um, I know this. I know this because I know the Saints. I know the Saints Super Bowl year, which was the year <laughs> after Katrina. I don't remember. I think. I want to say 2000. Okay, I was working at that. I want to say 2008. 2008, 2007. But give me the movie hint real quick. The movie is Star Wars Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith? I don't remember when it came out. Damn it. I'm going to say 2006. 2006. That is incorrect. What was it? It's too early. Uh, uh, 09. That is also incorrect. Further, further incorrect. This was 2005. Oh, I was close. 2005. Because I couldn't remember when I graduated high school and God of War was already out. That's why. And I graduated in 06. So that's what I was trying to figure out. Was it the year I graduated or was it? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's not bad. I'm not mad at that. I was close. All right. Let's do a tricky one for Matt. Let's Good. do Pitfall from Activision. I don't know what Pitfall is. The, like the old school Atari-ish, that game? Pitfall? That Pitfall. We're I'll give you the, the hint of the console as a freebie. It was not on a console. It was on an arcade machine. And you have to give me like a current event or something. Actually, don't even give me a current huh, What's the other thing? Current event or what? Or movie? Current event or movie. Give me the current event. Epcot opens. So it's the year that Epcot opened. Dang, funny. Matt knows this. <laughs> I know. I, don't, I don't know stuff. it. He knows, no, no, he knows no. it's Disney. <laughs> I don't I don't know. Epcot the theme park, yes? Yeah. When did Walt die? Did Walt die before Epcot was open? Yes. He did. Walt died but the before the theme park Epcot was open, not the actual attraction though. Uh because Roy Disney was the CEO. And Walt had just died before they broke ground at Walt Disney World. Um, Do you want the movie? Yeah, give me the movie. E.T. the Extraterrestrial. 90... <coughs> 90 what? Nine, I'm trying to think. I want to say 95 or 97. But... Uh, no. Drew Barrymore, Drew, Drew Barrymore is a baby in that movie. Like mm-hmm. a little kid, just to give me. I don't know answer. how old your Barrymore is in real life. Oh. In the wrong decade, my friend. So eighty then, eighty nine. It's not eighty nine, Stephen. You want to get a stab? Um, I was before you said the uh, ET. I was gonna say nineteen like seventy five or something like that, right? Uh, but ET has Star Wars toys in it, and it was still kind of popular. <laughs> I want to say like. 83, 80, 83. I want to say, nah, 84. It is 1982. Oh, 82. Yeah. Yeah, Drew Barrymore is like three or four in that movie. All right, I'll give you guys a couple easier ones. 
Let's do this one. Steven's a big Xbox boy. We have... Boy. I'm a real boy. Halo Combat Evolved. Oh, my God. The one. <laughs> I didn't play original Xbox. Uh, oh, I'm no. going to say 2001. 2000, 2000, no, 2001. I'll say 2001. 2001. It is 2001. Let's go. Hopefully, you guys know what the current event with that would have been. Yeah, and that's the only reason I know it, it's 2001 because my mm -hmm. cousin actually enlisted. And he's like, yo, you can play my Xbox while I'm gone. I was like, cool. So. Let's give Matt this one. Don George Bush, huh? Kingdom Hearts. OG Kingdom Hearts. Mm hmm. You know, they give me something else. Uh, you want a movie or you want a current event or console? Let me turn my volume down quick on the Eagles. Um, give me the uh, console's PlayStation 2. Um, give me the uh, give me the event Kmart files chapter 11 bankruptcy. And it's known dude, as the kid when I was largest. Kid. <laughs> he never went to Game Art, dude. The largest company filing for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Damn. I don't even remember Kmart existing. Kmart <laughs> was dope. Give me, dude. Give, me, give me the movie, I guess. Dude, I don't the know. movie is Sam Raimi's Spider Man. 2000. Son of a bitch. Man. Yeah, I want to say 03. 2002. Right Dang, there. I was saying 03 too. I was going to say 03. All right, Steven, you better get this next one. I'm scared. I'm a real boy. Fortnite. Oh, shut up with the damn <laughs> Fortnite jokes already. <laughs> play it every day. You got, it, it'll tell you no, I, I didn't play on today. I didn't play the today. startup screen what year it came out. Really? Mm-hmm. Should be in the small print that nobody ever reads. Maybe I never read it. Um, let me see. Fortnite came out 2017. 2017. Oh, I guess, right. dude. Let's go. Let's go, Fortnite boys. Oh, we can see your back. You're exposed. What just we happened? We can see it all. We can see it all. Let me fix it real quick. I'll give you the next one to think about. On um, for Matt, we're going to do Super Mario Odyssey. Oh, man. Well, I feel like uh, he's giving you hard-ass games. <laughs> Super Mario Odyssey. Did Odyssey drop? What? Okay. GameCube, right? Odyssey GameCube, drop GameCube for sure. Yeah. GameCube for sure. Yeah. Was it back-end um, GameCube or front-end GameCube? I, I don't know what that means. Oh, like like in the beginning of the life of GameCube? Oh, or was it oh, more oh. towards the end? It's like it's peak. I think it was like peak GameCube. Like uh, like when Jimmy Neutron came out on GameCube and that kind of stuff. Jimmy Neutron came out on GameCube? Yeah, good game. Um, uh, GameCube, <laughs> Odyssey. You said Odyssey, right? Not Sunshine. I, I said Odyssey, yeah. Odyssey, okay. Uh, 
2007, I lived in the foothills. It came out either during that or right before that. Or right after. One of the two. One of the three. During, right after, before, you know? Uh, give me a... Give me a... Uh, event. The Las Vegas mass shooting. Really? It came out then? Mm-hmm. I, 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 you're giving me events that were like not relevant to me at the time. <laughs> I mean, this uh, was wow. pretty relevant to a lot of people. Not to me. I was a child. I didn't know nothing of that stuff. Give me a, a, a movie. Thor Ragnarok. Oh, wow. Never mind that. <laughs> yeah, that exactly. That's what I'm saying. For the child. Endgame came out five years ago. This puts me at 2018. Ragnarok was a year before or two years before. No. No, because Endgame and Infinity War there's a year apart. So that's 2017. Infinity War. Ragnarok was that before Infinity War in the same 2017. 2017. Came out the same year Fortnite came out. All right, let's do one more. Um, let's do. I want to give Steven a tough one. You gave me a freaking plank drop, whatever that thing's called. Pitfall. Pitfall? Pitfall. Yeah, that thing. That was kind of, that's kind of messed up. Never <laughs> been in our game. Let's do. Pong. Oh, you're an asshole. <laughs> All right. So, damn, dude, Pong. Okay, Pong. It was on the Atari, the OG Atari. I think, uh, depending on the hint, you might be able to get this. Um, depending Steve Jobs' on first big break. All right, give me, give me my hint then. Which one do you want, current event or movie? I'm going to say current event. Current event is the Munich Olympics terrorist attack. Oh. It is seven. Am I? It's in the seventies, right? Just give mm-hmm. me that seventies, okay? Now give me the next movie because I think I can get that from the movie. The Godfather. Oh, damn! I forgot what I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna say seventy-seven. I'll give you. I'll give you the uh, the a uh, the the A B C D. Nineteen seventy. 1976, 1972, or 1969? I'm saying 1972. 1972. Oh, let's go. I remember the Godfather. Must be nice let's getting the fourth hint. Yeah, I forgot about the multiple choices. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, right now. All right. All right. Let's, let's do this one, Matt. You'll like this one. One of the hardest games, if not the arguably the hardest game ever. Cuphead. Cuphead. Yeah. Uh, Cuphead. Um, I, I I was living here on my own for the first time when I started playing it. I loved it to death. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember you talking about it. So 2015, I moved to Phoenix. It was after that. I lived with Brennan Steven for one year. Or not a year, but like six months. Yeah, six months. That puts me in 2016 because I graduated in May. So it's either 16 or 17. 
I remember it coming out, and I was like, "This is this looks stupid." And then I played it. Like, this is like freaking amazing. Uh, and I watch the show now. Uh, all right, give me give me an event. Donald Trump inauguration. Oh, that gives it to him. <laughs> Does it? Does, Does it? Matt? Come on, Matt. You got this. This is a kind of a tricky one, though. Mm-hmm. Give me the movie. Yeah. The movie is Spider-Man: Homecoming. Okay. Uh, my initial thought was 2016. Uh, Biden was yeah 2016 should be correct i'll give you multiple choice okay 2014 2017 2013 2009 okay then it's 17 is his inauguration it's always the january January, yeah the january of the the next year after yeah, when I yeah, said I, when just, I, said I just didn't know question. if it was gonna be the I didn't know if it was gonna be the sixteen or seventeen. Like I I, I didn't I didn't know what the election year was. Yeah. yeah. No, you're good. You got that one. All that's right, good. that's all I got. Unless you guys want to do that's a couple more. I have a whole sheet of these, man. There's like oh, there's 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 forty two in total. Holy crap, you did all the research on this? I did all the research. Andrew, you need to put my blood, sweat, and tears into this Pick list. Like a hobby. Maybe. Yeah, dude, take your girl on a date or something, brother. I mean, if I'm getting paid to do it, I'd, uh, I had some free time. Are you admitting True. to? Never mind. Yeah, I'm going to say that. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for if you're still here listening to us. That was a crazy game that I actually won. So I was super stoked. We should play that again. Who said you I won? Was... Who said you won? I won that. Just letting you know, I won that. Um, won. Anyways. Yeah, I did win. <clears throat> I'm not taking the score or nothing, but I did have more points. Um, <clears throat> let's, uh, yeah, let's. Uh, if you if you're still listening, uh, like, subscribe wherever you can hear us: Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anything and everything. Uh, follow us too at slightly underscore unqualified. Uh, that helps a lot too. We're really close to hitting our budget or our follow membership, whatever subscriber thing on. Twitch. So if you're listening, watching, hearing, please jump over there. Just follow. Helps us out. Uh, you guys got anything before we jam out of here? Nope. No, no, no. Have, 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 go have, birds. Have. Go birds. Fly goes fly. I'm sorry that your ears are bleeding. God bless. Take care. And we'll see you later. We out. Peace. Oops, maybe not. And now we're out. Mm-hmm.